Hello, I'm Martijn Graat and this is Does Logistics Matter? A podcast on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics. Answering yes to the question today is Martijn Thijssen, Head of Digital Strategy and Transformation at Port of Rotterdam. In this episode, we talk about the digital role of ports in global trade, the importance of digital infrastructure, how supply chains are becoming networks of nodes, and how this digital transformation will change business models. Please enjoy my conversation with Martijn Thijssen. Martijn, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, nice to have uh, another Martijn. Yeah, it's a bit of a coincidence, <laughs> but it's a generational thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, my, my, fir- my first questions, uh, uh, question to guests of the show is always, does logistics matter? Um, it still does. Okay. That's the, that's the, shortest, uh, that, that, that. That's the shortest answer uh, to date, but there's uh, more than enough uh, coming, I guess, in the, in the next uh, 30 minutes to, uh, uh, to prove that uh, the answer is a definite yes. Um, it's, it's too bad that, uh, that uh, this is a podcast and that uh, our listeners uh, cannot see what we see. Um, uh, uh, Martijn and I are sitting in, at, um, uh, yeah, at, this, at the central hub of, uh, of the port of Rotterdam in the, in the head office with a with a beautiful uh, view of the port and uh, the, the ships are rolling by, as they say. Um, so it's, uh, this is a, uh, must be a, a, great, a great place to work. It is, no, it is. And it's, it, it's a nice view. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, I think, the greatest office in the Netherlands. Uh, you're looking out of this beautiful big port in front of you. And if it's clear weather like now, you can always see the mass flock to like, what is it, 40 kilometers away. Yeah. So it's, it's huge. And it's all hard, hard physical infrastructure stuff that 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 I as a as a kid dreamed about, uh, and now I'm actually working here. But uh, the funny thing is that I'm now working on the digital port, so that's the non-physical part. Yeah, so and you're saying uh, how many kilometers did you say? 40, 45. Yeah, if I'm see not that mistaken. that also says something about the size. I mean, it's, yep. it's obviously it's one of it's the biggest port in in Europe. Uh, absolutely the most beautiful one, but I'm definitely biased. <laughs> yes, well, we all are, right? But, uh, well, the, the, the digital port is also, it's going to be very beautiful. Yeah, so can, can you, can you tell, tell us more about that? Yeah, sure. No, yeah, so I'm, I'm with Port of Rotterdam and I'm responsible for, basically, we call it ecosystem and platform play. Um, but that involves the, our strategy on how do we create ourselves for the next decades to be a smart port and a connected port in a digital way and what kind of ecosystem players or stakeholders do we do we involve um because like i said right we trade has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years yeah uh, and you need physical infrastructure for that key walls and cranes and boats and cars and trains and what have you uh but with digitalization last decades we also see the need for digital infrastructure because all these yeah. trades has a massive amount of data uh, that is more and more needed to facilitate supply chains. And that's basically what we do, right? We facilitate trade. Last, well, we next week we have the party because we exist 90 years. Yeah. Um, oh, congratulations. But if, yeah, thanks, thanks. So it's going to be a big party. But uh, And even before that time, there was a port here uh, at the Rotte for, for, de- for, for hundreds of years. So you need physical infrastructure, uh, but now we have all this data. Um, and that is needed to run supply chains, to facilitate supply chains. So we, we, we figured we also need to build a digital port. Um, yeah, well, we can, we can discuss, I think, the next 20 minutes of what it is and how, how, it, how, it should be, how it should be working. So that's what we do. And what kind of... But how do you do that? 
Yeah. Right? Because for a ship, you know, you have a keyboard and that evolved over time. But for a digital, what is a digital port? Yeah. Um, my area is really the supply chain part. So really the, the flow of goods. Uh, not so much the, the, the making smart, the, the hard infrastructure, sensoring, digital twins. Uh, we, we are working on that as well. But that's a completely different area, I would say, that's coming together with, with, with the supply chain later. But for now, it's really a what, what goods are going through the port, what data is there, how should we make sure that that data is available uh, to users of the port? And I can maybe, a good example is that uh, a supply chain, like uh, the word says it already, it's a mm -hmm. chain. So it's, it's, a, it's a step sequ sequence to each other. In the digital world, that's no longer the case. It's, it's a network of nodes, we believe, okay. right? Because from the moment a supply chain starts, there is already data available that is of interest to the final step in the supply chain. So they need to be able to talk to each other from the beginning. So it's not only sequential, but always there will be a connection from all players and data will be shared. So you, you, you're you looking at a nodal network and we need to make sure that Rotterdam is a node in the digital network, same as we are in the physical world, where we are one of the biggest sports. We, we, we have to be, if we want to keep that role, we need to be a important node in the global network. Yeah. Um, well, you should say, well, at one point you can say, yeah, you have the physical infrastructure, so you will be that node anyway. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is, or the scary thing, or the, the, the great thing, it depends on how you look at it, is that this digital infrastructure is not, not per se connected to the physical infrastructure. So, for example, a trade containers from China to Germany, mm -hmm. all that data can be handled in a location not in Rotterdam. Yeah. Right? You, you can put it in the Philippines, in Mexico, in the US, or in the Netherlands. doesn't really matter. No. So that, that, and that's, I think, critical to understand that digital infrastructure can be separate from the assets, the physical assets. Um, so, and, and, it's, and, and I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing. But it's it's a crucial thing to understand. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, it, I mean, like I said, so we are not in the business of be, of becoming the node or the global platform because we will not be that. But we need to make sure that we are part of the global nodal system. Yeah, uh, and and you won't be that because uh, there are many ports in the, the world, and yes. each port is developing uh, is is becoming their own node the, in their yeah. in their own way. In their own way. Um, yeah, in their own way. There's also, it, it's a completely different ballgame, right? So if you're talking digital infrastructure, you are, are we becoming a tech player? Mm -hmm. Some say maybe we are, uh, but then do we have the capabilities of the big tech players? And we all know the examples of the Googles and the Apples and yeah. not saying that they are coming in. Well, Amazon is, is moving into shipping with a shipping license, right? They have. They are coming from digital infrastructure yeah. uh, to the asset world. Yeah, to physical. Definitely, to physical. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and we, we are as a Port of Rotterdam authority, we are never be able to compete with those kind of parties, right? And we don't want to, No. Um, that's but we need to make sure that we facilitate them as good as we do facilitate physical parties. So that, that's one area where we need to do that. The other area is, I think, uh, well, that with, with all the recent developments, um, Russia, Ukraine has showed us geopolitics is back in the coming decades yeah. as, as an important factor. Um, so that also prevents, I think, from one global 
platform or system to, er- to, to arise. It will always be geopolitical, will be a big factor. Yeah. Um, yeah for example, a, a, a US, the, the, the US trade system will not go on a Chinese platform. No. For the same reason. We no, not as Europe, even a European platform, probably. No, they will just want, they want, want, they to want own their it, own. own it themselves. Yeah. They, want, they want their own. Yeah. So, for various reasons, being it geopolitical, being it tech capability, being it money wise, being it cultural, whatever, that will, there will be different type of nodes. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of connections that need to be made. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and like I said, so that's, that's the fun thing. That's the challenge. That's the scary part. Uh, it depends on how you look at it. But it, it, it all starts for us with, uh, we, we we see it in 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 a four layer model. It all starts with standards. Yeah. What are we talking about? Then the, and then I will elaborate a little bit on on that later. And then the second part is making sure that once you have a data standard, that you're able to share that data. Um, easier said than done. Then the third part is interoperability. We call it. So how do we make sure that we are able to talk to the tech players? That we are able to talk to the Chinese partners? That we are able to to yep. talk. Because once that's done, sort of, and, and the data is available and interoperable, then the services, same as in the real world outside here, can run their business on top. And they run the supply chains. We don't as Port Authority, right? We provide infrastructure upon which terminals or ocean liners run their business. And same for digital infrastructure. We need to make sure that we have different digital infrastructure in place that's connected to the world. And then service providers mm-hmm. can run their business on top. And I think in that way, we will remain a, a node in that the trade network. So the services, is, that's the fourth layer. That's the fourth layer, yeah. And that, that's the market layer. Uh, we, is, we are Port Authority, so we are not in the business of running a supply chain. Uh, simply no, the same as that you don't own the ships. No, I mean, you no and we can't, right? No. We can't operate the ship. No. So, um, and, and we don't want to operate SaaS solutions for that matter. Uh, however, uh, well, we're jumping a bit from A to Z, but... Uh, we, we sometimes, we, we can build services on sort of as an incubator mm-hmm. to, to, to validate a market need. And the moment there is a market need, we have to spin them out and put them at arm's yeah. length. So we have some examples of that. So, and so we are an entrepreneurial port, uh, but we need to figure out where we, where we, where we start and where we stop. So, so let's, let's jump to A then. Let's jump to A, the standards. Yeah. The standards. <laughs> yeah, now that's, that's the most important part. Um, it, start, it all starts with standards. Right, we need. To yeah, that's a global. That's a global logistics issue, right? Standards. I mean, that's not port. That's not port specific. I no. mean, in, in road transportation, in any form of logistics. Yeah. Um, standards in, but in, is, in, in is, anything, right? Yeah. It, I'm still amazed. I'm traveling quite a lot. That I, if, if I if I travel to the around the world, I still need different plugs uh, for electricity. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Um, but same is in logistics. Well, we all have our own standards. Uh, what what is actually what and and. The challenge is, I think, the same with electricity, that we don't need to invent a new plug global, but we need to decide which one do we use. Yeah. Um, do we drive on the left or do we drive on the right? For example, do the we right have obvi- lead- The right, lead- obviously, but... <laughs> well, this is, this, is, this is why it's not working, right? Because yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. sticks to their own chan- standards. Yeah. Um, and that's a fact of life. So it's, it's actually a good thing that you bring it up, because even for geopolitical reasons, there will be different standards, right? So then you come to the second or third layer, but let's stick with the first one. So for example, in nautical operations, the the ships coming into Rotterdam, uh, there's definitions involved, standards involved. Mm -hmm. 
um, pilot on board. So the guy. What, what does what does that mean for the listeners that are, are, yeah, so are the, not uh, as as nautical as? No. Uh, so the, the, these big ships come into Rotterdam and they lead a local guide, if you yeah. wish, who knows the area, who knows everything. So they come on board outside on sea, uh, and they help navigate the ship into the port. Yeah, it's called a pilot. Uh, but uh, for example, the the moment the pilot on board, which is a, a pretty important step in the in the in the port visit, because at that point in time the pilot takes control, let's say of the vessel. Yeah. Is pilot on board? Is that the moment he steps on the ladder on the on the side of the ship, or is that the moment he's on the bridge next to the captain? Yeah. Can be half an hour difference. Yeah. Right. So if 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 we are not clear here, then. How, and, and different ships have different definitions, or different pilots have different definitions. You get a—it's it, a start of of of, of a of a domino system. Yeah. So we need to standardize that. But if we standardize it here in a different way than they do in Singapore or in Los Angeles or whatever, or they mm-hmm. we do it in container business different than in in bulk business in bulk ships, it still doesn't work. Yeah. Right. So you need to define standards. Um, what are we talking about? The positioning of a ship, the 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 the, the, the ready uh, load ready of a train. There's so many steps in logistics that yeah. that have definitions. Uh, so we need to agree on the definitions. And and luckily there's the standardizing bodies like the IMO, like the ISO, like yeah. DCSA. So we don't do that ourselves, but we need to bring the community together to decide. Okay, what standards are we going to use? Because for data, it's pretty important that you that you know what you're talking about to be able to share it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. and, and data sharing is then the second layer. Is it via email, can be, or is it via API, or do we make it federated, or are we going to use technologies like blockchain? All doesn't matter, but we need to be able to share those data points. But we first need to have the standards, right? Because otherwise, I'm sharing something different than you are. Yeah. Um, so that's the second layer, the data sharing part. And that's quite often something a, a, a company need to work on themselves. Right, so we have done that for the Port of Rotterdam, our own harbor master. Uh, what standards do we use? Are they complying with with global standards? Then how do we share them? Um, you can use port community systems. Yeah, for in, in in Rotterdam, we have Portbase. Yeah, they are then the local data sharing infrastructure. So we and they they provide yeah the data from one party to another in Rotterdam or from one party to customs, for example. Uh, so that's the way we share the data. So that so that's a way you share the data within the port. Within so, the port, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so that's the second layer. Yeah. Um, but and 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 in Rotterdam, port community system, port base was first version built in the eighties. Can okay. you imagine? No. Right. So the eighties, yeah. Digitalization is nothing new. It, it's 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 decades, but still we're not there yet. So this process of of standardization and data sharing is never done. Um, but all the ports in the world need to do this. Like I said, in the, in the nodal system, they all need to work on this because otherwise they cannot share data within themselves. Let alone then the interoperability layer that I said, right? Yeah. So well, how are I, we? I can imagine it's going much faster. It's going much faster now. Yeah, of course. And technology is helping uh, massively. The availability of data is 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 scary if you yeah. see how much data is available. And that's say uh, if you look in in the nice strategy parts, that's uh, that's a hockey stick curve on data availability and, yeah. and you need to be able to process it and that's where then the, the tech parties come in with their capabilities um, to make it interoperable so how are we going to make sure singapore is going to be able to talk to rotterdam is going to be able to long beach is going to be able to well 
doesn't matter which example I'm, I'm mentioning. And is that uh, connecting um, what you call port base and what Singapore calls their port base? Yeah. Is that is that connecting port bases or is it uh, uh, more complex than that? It's more complex than that, right? Because if you go peer to peer, and that. Th th that's also pretty limiting because then you m need to make custom-built peer-to-peer relations. Yeah. And and within a few ports where well, you can apply 80-20, yeah, yeah, you will get there. But like I just said, tech is is enabling all this. Mm -hmm. So there's ways do it do, do, to do this federated, do this blockchain-wise, whatever suits the purpose best. It needs to be tech agnostic in our way. Um, but this this is no, it's, it's not so much from hey here's my here's my here's my my plug I plug it into you and we're done. Yeah. Um, simply because the reason, like I said, in this nodal network, it's not sequential, right? Mm -hmm. You were connected all the time with anybody. And anybody is also a new field for us. Because yeah. traditionally, it's the ship owner, it's the agent, and it's the, it's the truck driver that, that use the port. Yeah. Very simplified. Now, all of a sudden, with this data points, there's trade financiers involved. How do we trade? Well, how do we finance the trade? Yeah. What risk profiles are involved? Um, uh, insurance parties. Uh, what can we do with AI? What can we do with predictability? How can we write the, the whole trading system? And, and you see the examples in 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 oil and gas trading and commodity trading on platform mm -hmm. base. But uh, they use data points from the supply chain for their risk modeling. So they are all of a sudden a stakeholder in the port ecosystem as well. And that's yeah. quite new for us, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, I, I'm, I'm sitting in, uh, at the table with banks or venture capitalists. Well, I've never, never, never really done that. I'm a, I'm a logistics guy, yeah. so I still matter. Uh, yeah. That's also <laughs> giving a glimpse of, of my answer. But uh, it's, it's a new world uh, with different languages that's, that's constantly connected. And that interoperability part is crucial that we are, are sure. And we don't need to understand everybody, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody has a specialty, but you need to be able to at least be interoperable with these trade finance ecosystems, trading infrastructure, to make sure that you have everybody involved, that their services on top at the fourth layer, that is going to be crucial, mm -hmm. that that can be run as efficient or as sustainable uh, as possible. So, so looking at, uh, well, looking at these phases, um, you did say it, it's never finished, but wh where are we? If you could put a scale to it, Ooh. I mean, uh, it, it will never be done. But we, at at some point in time, we should get to a point that we say, well, it it will never be done. But you we're, know, we're doing that too. No, yeah, that's, ooh, but it's a, it's a oh, challenging question. Um, ooh, on a scale of ten, I would say, where are we? Depends also how you look at it. I think in Rotterdam we are on 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 a, on a, on a six or a seven, even mm -hmm. in, internally, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, mind you, with, with PortBase, we have really a state-of-the-art port system that the rest of the world is looking at, how we've organized it. And even I say it's a six. So uh, don't don't blame me for it. But uh, but also, it, and I'm biased because I'm looking at the future, right? So yeah. I yeah. I tend to believe that I, uh, that I know a little bit of what's coming. Yeah. Or at least I, I sort of visionize that. And then I say six out of ten because there's much more possible. Uh, at the, if you compare it to other ports in the world, Maybe we are at a nine out of ten because so it's it's a little bit of the skill we use. Yeah. Um, the most important thing to understand is that all of this doesn't matter if you're not connected. Yeah. You can be as 
good as you are with your own ecosystem or your own data, if nobody is using it or somebody is already at a 9 out of 10 and planning around you and is able to be to use standards to share data and to be interoperable faster than you are, yeah. then you get then you lose out. So I don't want to paint, paint a grim picture of the, 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 the things you often hear, oh, the Googles are taking over and platform dominance, uh, simply because B2B and, and supply chain is so complex that there, I don't believe there will be one platform. Mm-hmm. But you need to be wary of parties that are able to do it in your area better and faster than you, that you don't lose out, that you are connected. Yeah. Um, and I, I now, while I'm mentioning this, I also need to think, stress that uh, uh, the way we tackle that is that we we don't we want to work with the ecosystem. We co-create. Yeah. Right. Because we are a port authority. Yes, we are a big port, small port authority. We will not be able to for the entire Rotterdam ecosystem or the the BV Nederland as we as we call it mm-hmm. uh, the, the Dutch ecosystem. Because if we could operate all of a sudden, we also have to involve air freight. Yeah. Up till now, completely separate worlds. But if you're shipping from China to Germany, you don't care if it's flying or sailing. It needs to be there at that time at that yeah. price point. Yeah. At yeah. That, uh, um, so it, it will become much more logistics as a service, and we need to be part of that. Um, and we cannot do that as port, right? We need to co-create. Yeah. So we need to activate the innovation ecosystem, work much more together with startups, with investors, to see how we can bring, hey, we see this problem in in logistics do you think this matters mm-hmm. let them then crunch into the the, the the data sharing part the interoperability part so they can build service on top and in that sense sort of get to this to the port of the future where traditionally and i'm also maybe now i'm uh, it's a bit black and white what i'm going to say but uh, we just design key walls make sure they get built ships will come anyway yes um, yeah. And with digital infrastructure, that's not per se the case. Okay. And that's a that that's a that's a difference. Yeah. And you were you were talking a scale of uh, you, you were you were talking six to ten. And if you talk in in years, so when we, in what year would 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 you think uh, the the, the oh. will we be at a state that you say yeah? So now we're now we're. I mean, obviously we are we are somewhere already, uh, but. Thing is that um, it's 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 moving faster than we all think, yeah. Um, and it's it's uh, I think there will be a, a a sort of watershed moment in in the next five to ten years where tech will be so easily available and becoming cheaper, and data is, is going to be so. And technology is, is is the accelerator of this. Mm-hmm. That if you are ready for that and you have your standards defined and you have your data available, that you can really easily tap into it, and then it will really take off um so i would say five to ten years of course there's politics involved there's uh, the, the the chain the, the lawmaking is involved uh how do we we mind you for, for in the netherlands we still have the we we still require by law that you have a paper bill of lading yeah. in the end so law yeah. needs to be law needs to be changed to make this possible and this is just one example uh but yeah, but it's a it's a really excellent one uh, in in terms of where where where, where we, we are. are as as logistics uh, yeah. and and in combination with yeah. with governments. Uh, yeah, that, but also that, also as logistics companies themselves, I think if you're uh, if you're uh, 
if if you're there's there's one ma- one other major thing that we need to discuss a little bit is the influence of of global uh, uh, is also sustainability and oh, and, yeah. and 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 how that's going to accelerate this the need to be a, to 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 for more sustainability being a CO two reduction and it, well you, there's various components of that mm-hmm. um, that's a must and that's coming from government quite often yeah so and that th- we're already diving a bit I'm I'm going back to the to the logistics part. Um, for logistics companies, and again, so it still matters, uh, mm-hmm. and this is a bit to, 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 to maybe tickle the audience a little bit. If you're still making your money based on intransparency, right? So the traditional logistics model, yeah, uh, give you, I, uh, give me, give me your stuff. I'll handle it because you don't understand it, or you don't speak the language, yeah. or you don't have the time. Um, that is a tricky part if that's your business model going yeah. forward. Yeah. Because transparency, transparency will be the standard. Yeah. Um, but if you're able to make that change, say, hey, I know that's coming and I can still add value uh, on top of that data, like I said, the fourth layer, then you have a, have a very flourishing business going forward. It's just the way in w- the, the business model is going to change. And I think that's the biggest challenge uh, right now and also what's holding us back this is this industry is as is as old as we know right mm-hmm. it started in the, in the medieval times when we started trading and we still basically do it the same way as back then yeah based on in, in, in the, the lack of trust and in transparency that's how we still trade yeah but if you now see that changing because technology is opening it up and there's new business models are successful and others will pick up it's going to be a snowball and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna ramp up. So I would say five to ten. Long, very long answer, but I would say five to ten years. Yeah, no, but <laughs> but excellent answer. So, um, can do you have some uh, do you have some uh, examples, some real life examples or projects that the the port is working on uh, that you could highlight uh, to give uh, to give our, our listeners an idea of of what's happening? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. So, uh, and the, one of the examples is the, the bread and butter of the port is still ships coming in and out, big, yeah. big, big ocean-going vessels. Um, there, the same logic applies, right? So in the end, the way we envision it is that a ship, a, a ship coming into Rotterdam is like a is like a Formula One car coming into the pits. Oh, that's how it should be because these ships are the big assets. They cost a massive amount yeah. of money, so they need to sail. They don't need to be idle waiting in front of the port. And we all know the congestion issues and the, and the months waiting times in, in other areas yeah, of the yeah. world. And even here, there, there, there's sometimes there's waiting times. Then they're in the port. It needs to handle. Everybody needs to be at the right time at the right place. Same as in the Formula One pickup yeah. so that the ship can sail again. Um, so how are we going to get that done? It starts again with the four layers. So, uh, like I said, the pilot example is 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 related to this. We need to be, we need to define all the steps in that in that chi- in that ship vessel. Mm-hmm. What are the standards, the data, then the data sets. Um, that's not something we do because, like I said, if we do it in Rotterdam, we set standard A. But in now, let's take another example, Tokyo or, uh, or other port. They said example B. Yeah, standard B is not going to work. So we work with the task force port optimization and the IMO to, to get those standards implemented. Um, not too long ago, we even in even in Rotterdam were using the, the new Amsterdam spell, which is a Dutch standard for the water level. Yeah. Can you imagine? So every ship coming into Rotterdam until not too long ago had to convert global water levels 
whatever standard that may have been to the Dutch one. Yeah. Uh, prone for error, well, uh, and and that is a massive thing. Eh? If you met this, bi- with this yes, big, yes, that's pretty important. So it's yeah. pretty important, <laughs> but still. Yeah. Uh, so we need to d- set the standards for that in Rotterdam together with the global part, and then it's nice. So you you have your your data points defined, and I'm simplifying it a bit. So mm-hmm. no no offense to the people working on this, but uh, uh, then you need to be able to get all the parties involved at the right time. So yeah. we said, hey, we need to build a platform that is able to distribute this data to the parties involved. Yeah. Um, and once you've done that, then you can build port call optimization on top um, to have provide services that you can eventually commercialize uh, and, and you can use that in other ports if you wish, right? Because if, yeah. you, if, if you have the standards and you have the data sharing capability and you build a software on top where all the parties are connected and know wh- when to be where, you could commercialize that and have that active in other ports. So that evolved for Rotterdam into Port Exchange, which is now a separate company uh, because uh, we cannot be a service provider, so we put it at arm's length. Yeah. So there you see around the port call that we've gone through all these steps. Um, and in Rotterdam, it's now sort of active. Uh, we're now with Singapore on port call. Where do we need to have data in advance that we can use to further optimize the port call here and vice versa uh, to make it even a next step? Um, and with port call, you mean that's the part where the the that's the pit the pit stop the the the, the pit stop keeping yeah. uh, keeping no, the pit stop as short as possible, possible. and n- not have a a queue of ships, ships. waiting waiting yeah. at the uh, and, at sea. Yeah, and that's so that's the first part, right? And and there's stupid examples there, right? There's the there's this big vessel here with the containers on top, uh, and it needs to go to Hamburg to yeah. drop off the next load. So the captain says, ooh, looking at the tide, converting first from uh, what water tide yeah, level to what yeah. water tide level. So, hey, uh, we need to sail in one hour because otherwise I'm missing my time window at tide window in Hamburg. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, yeah, sorry, captain, but uh, the, the, we need to still, where the bunker is only finishing in three hours and then the, the, the garbage guy is still coming. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, we haven't informed the pilot yet. So he's only, we only have a slot in six hours. Yeah. That was, and maybe I'm exaggerating a bit, but mm-hmm. that, that was that was real life until a couple of, of, of years ago, where you now have just one platform, one data, and you can ma- build an interface on that, or ideally have it f- feed directly at the, the interoperability into the, the ship systems or the operation center of MERSC or ONE or whatever, so that they can plan it. And you now you can say, as captain, I want to leave it. That, that's the tide. So at this point in time, the bunker needs to be here because I need to load so much fuel. It takes me so long. At this point in time, my, my, my garbage guy yeah. needs to be here. And in the end, you can even with AI on top, you can even get that automated, right? So the whole F1 pit stop could be planned automatically. Yeah. And then coming to, and it's a, it's a great example, coming to the smart, the, the digital twin of the port mm-hmm. that we're also getting there on asset-wise. If you're, gonna, if you're able to add that data, uh, on 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 depths or dredging or uh, think you can even further optimize because you can plan way way ahead um, what what's going to be able or where does the where does the the ship need the bird last minute few hundred more containers few more centimeters depth needed yeah right so if we have the data and we are able to share it with let's say Hamburg they can optimize their key planning based on the new input that just came in. And don't have to wait for the ship to be outside in Hamburg and like, oh, yeah, I, I, there was the planning, but I'm now two centimeters. I need two centimeters more draft or 20. Yeah. And that screws up the entire planning. 
And this is just the the the, the, the vessel visit. Yeah, the, just this is just one simple part of uh, well, of the yeah, whole. Well, yeah. simple, but it's just one part of the of the whole the operation. Progress. Because then yeah. this big ship, and then uh, maybe example number two. If you these ships, big ships, twenty thousand containers on on board, yeah. they offload ten thousand here. There's ten thousand of these things on the key wall. <laughs> yeah. First of all, it takes almost or just over a day to unload, so that's yeah. it's a one day process. And then you've got ten thousand things on the key. Do they go out on barge? Do they go out on rail? Do they go yeah. out on truck? Uh, do we know? Because if you know, you can stack them different. Which one needs to go to customs for inspection? Hey, there's a big farm. Farmers are, are protesting on the, on the, on the A12 in in the yeah. Netherlands. Uh, can we change to barge? The, those kind of things. If you have data standards and you're able to share that data, imagine what you could do. Yeah, you can match it with uh, with external data yeah, like I, like traffic or, yeah. uh, or or what you're saying. Yeah, the, yeah. And that and that then, then then the circle is is fully round. That's what we are never going to be able to do as Port of Rotterdam, right? Yeah. So we need to co-create and say, hey, this is the data that we have. Market, you're good in tr- truck optimization. You're Rijkswaterstaat. The the, the you you have data on infrastructure on highway infrastructure. Can we do great stuff with this? Yeah. And then invite startup scale-ups to build solutions. And go. Yeah. And in that sense, I think we're uh, that then you then you are becoming a digital port. So that's 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 to me and yeah, and then the third, but maybe that that's for another topic is is the whole the administrative process behind it and the financial process. What documents are involved? How can we pre-fill forms yeah covid showed us that in a great way right where uh containers were already on the keyboard here in rotterdam but the papers were still in the factory in china yeah simply because the the, the courier guy wasn't allowed into the factory to pick up the papers pick up the papers yeah just the yeah and the ridiculousness the, of, of, the, of, of those of kind of things yeah, yeah. so yeah. If, and, and 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 how how often times does it happen that there's something more in the container or that you already just by a simple typo a declaration doesn't match anymore. But if you have the source data straight away into custom systems here, now I'm I'm really starting to fantasize. Imagine what you could do. Yeah. Right. Use blockchain to make sure it's validated data, so you don't have to to look at a stamp to see whether it's real or fake. Yeah. <laughs> so a, a, a stamp is telling us whether it's yeah. something's real or fake. Yeah. Uh, it still is. Right. So there's there's so many things that we still have to work on. Um, coming back. So lo- lo- does logistics still matter? Yes. Does it matter in the future? If we fix all this, yes. Um, if we stick to what we've used to do, no, because then it will be taken over. But there will always be goods for me to be right. Uh, Martijn, thank you very much for taking us uh, through uh, the whole process of uh, of uh, how you guys are uh, digita- digitizing the port. Um, I mean, we definitely could talk about this for hours and I could sit here for hours and just look at this view. Um, but but let's not uh, and uh, and maybe meet again uh, in the future because there's uh, there's more than enough to talk about. Yeah, no more time. Thank thank you very much for taking the time. And I think uh, like it, it's it's I I like to talk about these things. Indeed, we could sit here for hours. I, I would say let's do that, but let's do that in different bite-sized pieces. Um, also, I'm I'm happy to to take feedback on this podcast and then bring that into next sessions from the listeners to so that we can maybe be sort of make it interactive. But. Uh, no, happy to share, and um, there's lot, lot, lots more to come. So uh, till next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Does Logistics Matter? 
For more on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics, visit our blog on logisticsmatter.com. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, please send an email to podcast at logisticsmatter.com or connect to me via LinkedIn and send me a message. This podcast was produced by Dimitri Vleugel. The music is based on a sample by Ruggerman and produced by Michael Spengler. This episode was supported by Port of Rotterdam. Port of Rotterdam manages, operates and supports the continuous development of the largest port in Europe. For more information, visit portofrotterdam.com.